0: Aloha, welcome to the Big Dream School Podcast, where we explore the art, science, and soul of rocking your dreams. I'm your very grateful host, DJ Valerie B. Love. Inhale. Exhale. Now doesn't that just feel awesome? All right, let's rock this. Aloha, dream jockeys. Do you ever have a dream of working with somebody on a project, an art project, a business project, a community or family project, a relationship project? I have two amazing guests that you guys are going to love who reached out to each other On social media because they were jamming out and saying, Wow, I like what this chick's doing. And they said, Hey. And then all of a sudden, all this magic started happening in their businesses and their lives. And they had an exponential growth of the impact that they could make because they both took a chance and said, Hey. And all this cool stuff, they didn't reach out saying, I'm going to have this collaboration, but it turned into that. And You know, the power of positive conscious kick-ass collaboration on this planet is what's needed in order to move the needle way forward, which is what I know you're all up to because you are big dream jockeys. And so coming out of our shells, sometimes some of us who are solopreneurs, we feel like we gotta do everything on our own and we kind of dream of having a partner or a collaborator. You don't have to get married and have a lifelong relationship with somebody in order to have a conscious collaboration. You can do a project, you can do a course, you can do a piece of art together. You can do something, you know. So overcoming the blocks and the hurdles around that and understanding wow, this is the magic. And so my next two guests are amazing. This is Becca Bergren and Chris Ann Donnelly and we're going to talk about their journey of conscious collaboration and the surprises and magic that come along with it. So without further ado, here are the ladies. All right, aloha, love tribe and dream jockeys. I am super excited to introduce you to two gorgeous women who are my teachers and who are my friends and who are soul sisters on this journey to help people come into their own power to use their gifts to make a big impact on the planet. They are both creative in their own ways with marketing and branding and intuition and spirituality and just being the best, most authentic versions of ourselves. So, uh, this is Becca Berggren and Chris Ann Donnelly. Say hello. Hi. Guys. <laughs> Yay. All right. So, let's, I love to start off the podcast with a big inhale and just letting everybody kind of get into their bodies and then in, into the moment, whether we're in a car listening to this or talking, or taking, you know, doing the dishes, whatever. It's nice to just drop in for a moment and be present. So, all right, everybody, let's take a big inhale. And exhale, relax and melt into the moment. Mm-hmm. Yay. Mm-hmm. Super simple. We keep it simple over here.
1: <laughs> Thank I need you, that. So, <laughs> I
0: know, Right? It's so like we're out here and it's like that magical thing that we have with us all the time. It's like just to remember to use it, our breath, you know, and I know you guys know that. So hi, <laughs> how are y'all doing today?
2: Oh, so good. So good. Excited now that we're all sitting together, dropped yeah. in a bit.
0: Yeah. Thank you so cool. much for
1: having us on. Totally
0: you guys inspire me so i have your manifest being seen cards because i took becca and chris online course about you know getting into your own comfort zone on social and instagram particularly with this course and it definitely i still have to apply a lot of the things that you guys taught but it's definitely uh it's amazing and i love that you came up with this card deck for it because i thought like holy cow that's super creative, because I love little decks, and I love stuff to touch, and I think it's so cool, Um, and you guys also, so Christian, I've got your Sacred Creators Oracle (laughs) (laughs) that Becca has sent me, and the two that I'm working on right now are Successive Transformation and Integrate Your Knowing. These are the cards that are on my altar, and So for those of you who don't use oracle cards or wisdom cards or, you know, these types of decks, I was definitely not somebody who used them several years ago. And now I just like, they're just part of my spiritual practice and they're so fun and creative and colorful. And so however, you know, you bring these things into your life is, I think is so cool. So today's episode, ladies and dream jockeys, we're talking about, Conscious kick-ass collaboration. And so Becca and Chris-Ann have a great story to share about how did you guys meet? How the heck did you decide to say, yes, we're going to go make cool shit together and do <laughs> courses and inspire people. And because you guys it's, you were on your own journeys and then somehow your journeys did this, they, mm-hmm. you know, they co So I'd love to hear, you know, let's let the audience kind of know, like, what was your entrepreneurial journey like before you met each other? Mm-hmm. And then what was the spark and then we're going to talk about, you know, how it kind of un- is unwinding and and, and winding in, into this next part of your journey.
2: So, oh, yeah. I love it. Woohoo! <laughs> um, well, I mean, I could say that a few years ago, so Chrisanne and I actually met in 2016 online, but back up before then, a few years before then, um, I think in 2012, I had started my online business, you know, coaching Mindful marketing, so supporting entrepreneurs um, on but one on one right, so working with everybody just one on one, but in the back of my head, I really had these visions for creating a reaching more people, right, creating a course, like putting this out, and really connecting with a group in a group dynamic around this topic um, but I sat with that for years, I had course outlines like but I Never got to the point of actually putting out in the world for you know a zillion different reasons, and we can go into all of that. Um, and so that's about where I was when I met Chris Anne. So I'd been working with entrepreneurs, doing my thing, um, but hadn't done, hadn't reached that point where I felt comfortable, I guess, or I felt ready, ready, what I think is what it was, to create a course. Yeah,
1: that's kind of where I was. <laughs> And I was, um, I was coming out of uh, maybe, I'm gonna, you know, maybe 12 years, details, Chris, let's see, 12 years of having like a more offline creative agency that was just traditional, just traditional branding and marketing. Is there such a thing, right? Everyone's so unique and each project is so different, but I had come out of that and I was working on shifting my business more online. And in 2012 as well, I had just gone through this whole process of I'm creating this whole new account, totally separate from all my offline stuff, because I really wanted to experiment with what does it feel like to put myself out there online and feel like I'm not judged because it's not connected to any of my social media. I had been, you know, for years and years, um, pulling cards and doing my own thing in the spiritual closet and really around 2012, I was just like in that angst that so many of us feel like, Oh, I need to be myself. I need to show up. I, I want to be seen as who I feel like I really am and that for some reason I'm not doing in my current business. And you know, so in 2012, that was my sort of um, coming out online, if you will. And I started to create that this whole other social media account and start to just be free to say whatever I want to say and share what I wanted to share. And it was really just a an experiment. You know, I started a blog and all of those sorts of things that people do to feel like they're expressing themselves. And then that got to the point where probably 2015 where I started to do more of, I mean, I started creating the Oracle deck and I started to look for ways to blend my... Creative agency with this whole thing that I had been experimenting with that felt so authentic and real and awesome, (laughs) juicy. (laughs) And that's kind of where I had done my Kickstarter, but then I knew also that I had courses, the same sort of thing, had courses on the on the bucket list, outlines, listed the names of the courses. Like I knew that I was gonna do it, but I had no desire, and I knew I had no desire to do it by myself. Headed a creative agency for so many years with employees, but it's kind of a lonely thing when you are doing the entrepreneurship journey can be kind of lonely, right? So- <laughs> Dude, I know I'm like, I'm in my basement. I got yeah. my, no, <laughs> <laughs> hi friend. <laughs> I, knew I, I knew I wanted to do it with someone and uh, that's sort of where we just Instagram put Beck and I into contact where we, I saw what she was doing and she had, um, it's funny because she had brand therapist in her title. And for years, my clients had called me design therapist and I was like, ooh, this is a good match. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, we just started
2: chatting and. Yeah, one thing led to another and like, so the magic of Instagram connected us, but then we took it that step further and we're like, hey, let's chat, you know, let's just have a conversation. And so what started as a conversation on Skype then evolved into, hey, you know, we were chatting, we were really curious about like discussing spiritual Business, sacred business, right? Like, whoa! Like, how can we really make, really blend this together and make it really successful? And so we were excited to talk about it, and we're like, well, why don't we open this up to more people to talk about instead of just us, you know? And so then we kind of started this little, um, like, an interview series called The Gathering, you know, which nice. back in the day, back in the day, we had it on Blab if anybody remembers Blab. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we started um, that, and I think from there. That's when I got the idea. I was like, oh yeah, I could totally, like I love working with Chris Chrisanne. It was like seamless and everything felt like exponential. You know, I think that's the, the feeling of collaboration to me is that like, oh, I have this idea and then we blend our ideas and it turns into something like even more amazing, you know, and it was fun. Um, so I think that's where that led. And then she was doing her branding and magic course and invited me on as a guest. And then from there, then we we're like, how about we do this other course together, kind of that next, that next in the series from branding and magic to marketing and magic. So yeah, that. just, I think it was like these little baby steps of really getting to know each other and see how we work together. I think that was really important. You know, we didn't just say, Hey, after our first call, let's create this big, giant program together, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah, I imagine it's like dating, you know, like yeah, you don't totally put like, me up on <laughs> the ring tonight. We're getting married, baby. Like it takes a little time. And you know, and you guys use Becca, when we talked last week, you were saying you had not met Chris Ann. Like you guys started doing all this stuff and you never even physically met in person. You have been doing this digitally. Um And so it was like, whoa, that's magical, right? And obviously with technology today and look at what we're doing, the three of us, Mm -hmm. are like the Brady Bunch, you know, (laughs) it's totally fun. And so what can you guys tell people like about saying yes to moving forward and taking that step and going, I'm going to DM this person whose stuff I really like? Because that's scary for some people, especially if you're in this position of like, well their stuff is really awesome and my stuff isn't the same or as good as that little monster that lives in our head how do you how do you help people overcome that little obstacle so that they can like get some magic going with their marketing and branding in life
2: <laughs> yeah well I, I do think um i guess we didn't point that part out that like i live in san diego chrisan is in canada <laughs> like and so we had already you know, worked together for probably six months, built out an entire course, launched a course, and we still had never met in person mm-hmm. until she came down to visit in San Diego. And then we actually were like, oh my gosh, you're real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're not two-dimensional. There's, there's
2: like part of you beyond your waist. So, like, you
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, right? Like it, it's, and it's a weird thing. It's a weird yeah. thing if you've never done that before, where you kind of like, you see the person's like, they are like, oh, your profile and and, and, and you're just like, there's all these, and it's, you see different mannerisms and that was really, that was a cool moment. It was me. cool. Yeah, but I mean, as far as like even um, just taking the chance to kind of, I don't even remember. I, I can't even tell you if I remember who contacted
2: who I don't either that's the weird part I can't remember who was like hey we should actually get on a Skype call like but that was the pivotal moment like if that didn't happen my last three years almost would be really different if there wasn't that one leap of faith taken or that one put yourself out there taken and I don't know which one of us did it but I have to think about like it's this idea. I think what stops people is number one, they're afraid of the no, you know, or, but the other piece too, especially in our world, like if you looked at Chrisanne and I, um, you know, you compare, you put us side by side, you'd be like, you would think immediately we're competitors, you know, that we're both in branding and marketing we're doing, you know, in the spiritual world, like doing similar things. But what I think helps us so much more clear that we're not in this like competitive thing is that is owning our own differences and uniqueness like knowing that I think it takes a little bit of that to feel like okay we have commonality and maybe we can do other things together because I have this really unique thing and she has other unique thing even though we work in the same industry.
1: Yeah that's huge.
2: Yeah I think that's helpful and I think that's what is hopefully owning your magic will help us have more of this collaboration vibe in the world in general, like less
1: scarcity, less competition. And that's huge in marketing too, right? I mean, even as a marketing, whether you're talking about your own marketing that you're putting it out, putting out there, or you're looking at collaboration, the ability to look at someone who is seemingly competing with you and say, I could build something great with this person. And I love what they're doing. And you know, there's that, it's so true that we tend to when we're in fear mode or when we're in not enough mode, the first reaction is to say, Oh, their stuff is better than mine. And then we feel bad about it. Right. Mm-hmm. We kind of feel like less than, yep. and I often will, will talk to people who have, you know, it's like you have that reaction, but if you can take that reaction and work with it, you know, take that feeling of like, Oh, it's not as good and start to kind of say, well, it could be as good or i or maybe i'm just seeing that because i see something in them that i know i can do more often than not it's that more often than not it's that your desire to do that thing hasn't been quenched and so you see their stuff and you get this like ah oh, you start hating on yourself for not doing it and they're doing it first or they're doing it better but it's only because of your own internal desire to do that thing totally right and yeah. so like, okay i see them doing that thing i am going to choose because you have a choice to mentally say this is going to make me feel like shit i'm going to feel bad about myself because they're doing it or this is going to inspire me
0: right and challenge me too right and the challenge of rising up to the next level of yourself because like when we do surround ourselves with artists or musicians or business people or relationship people or spiritual people who we admire it's kind of like well yeah, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to call myself to come forward more yeah. in, in my greatness, you know, I and, but that's, that. and that's scary too, because it's that like, oh, oh, because if I do call myself forward and then I rise, then it's like, oh, I've got to live at that level. Cause I did it. And yeah. so some people have that fear of like rising and moving themselves forward. Cause they're, it's unknown and yeah. what happens if I really am fucking great? Yeah. Like, oh Yeah. <laughs>
1: You are, dude. You totally are. You're <laughs> well, right. The fear of like enough or the fear and the fear of success is equally. And you can have both. It's yeah. like, I often see people who are like, well, I have this and not that. And I'm like, but you could actually have both kind of under the radar. Yeah. Right. Okay. You can hold both of those fears at the same time. And, uh, gosh, they can stop us from doing amazing things. They do. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm listening to this audio book by quest love. He's the drummer for the roots. Mm -hmm. and he talks one of the I think the whole chapter is dedicated to collaboration and he's just talking about I mean he's collaborated with so many artists on the planet because you know he finally got over his shit of thinking like well it's got to be the roots and it's got to be my little thing and he's like no dude let all these other people in and then so he's had all this magic happen because and Mm -hmm. he had the same conversation with himself you know so I feel like whoa this is you know no matter how famous or big you are, you can still have some of that that self doubt or some of that fear going on, you yeah. know. And
2: oh, I love this conversation around that. Um, and I was also thinking the idea, you know, the other thing I think that keeps people back is just being generally in life afraid to ask, you know. It's that, and I love, um, I can't remember where I heard of. This, but it was that idea that by you not asking, you're holding somebody else back from something that they want to give. I mean, we all love to give, we all love to contribute, we all have that natural like satisfaction out of you know helping and supporting. And so, when people don't ask, they're taking away that opportunity from people to support, you know. So, it's I love thinking of it that way. Um, That helps me in you know in sales, in life in general, you know, um, to work through that, like block that we get when we're afraid to make the
1: ask. Yeah. And another thing that's good to keep in mind too, is you may ask someone, you know, and it would make make strategic sense to ask someone, um, on social, Hey, do you want to do like a, an interview or something together? If they have more followers than you, or, you know, if you're, if you're looking at it from a really, just simply strategic way you want to say okay this is going to help me in some way right and then there has to be that energetic piece that's right but it's also good to keep in mind that if you reach out to someone and sometimes they don't get back to you it's not even that they don't want to sometimes they're just too busy that week. and like just like pile up and they're like oh my gosh and so it has nothing to do with you and, you know, so we, I, I, you have no idea how many people I reached out to. Cause I in the beginning, I was like, I'm reaching out to all these people. And like, then I would be like, I don't even like that person anymore. Cause they didn't get back to me because I, so personally, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I could tell you that a lot of times <laughs> nothing to do with it. They're like, Oh, you DM'd me like, I didn't even notice, you know?
0: Totally. Yeah. It's like the four agreements don't take anything personally. Right. Yes. And that makes me laugh because I remember listening to a Tim Ferriss podcast like a year and a half ago in late 2017. And this guy, Adam Robinson was on the podcast and he was super inspirational and he talked about delight and I'm going to do this and magic and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you inspired me. So I like wrote him this whole long letter and it was beautiful. And it was talking about magic and all these things and just like what was going on in my life at the time. And This was literally like 15 months ago. I just got an email back from him a week ago. He said, I am so sorry. I've been super busy and I would love to chat with you, but, and I'm just like, okay, I guess I won't take it first. You know, people are busy, but it's like, it is, a, it's a, just an example of like some, like exactly what you said. Right. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So reach out and like open your heart. And yeah. I think it's so important. And like the magic that you two are creating now because you both said yes to yourselves and you, you didn't rob someone of the opportunity to be in service and to say yes to helping yeah. each other out, you know, and that's super powerful, Becca. Um, so, I've, can you share a little bit now about what the magic is that's on the horizon that you two are creating and offering and serving up to us, us awesome dream jockeys?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't even know if we know all the ma- I mean, honestly, because we have, it's like ideas come like, boom, 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 boom. Oh my gosh. We're definitely running our Branding and Magic and Marketing and Magic series again coming up in um, next month. Okay which is and i'm sure that we will probably run the manifest being seen course again at some point we have thought about like you know how do we do this in a way that isn't as much time because of course you know you get to that place where you're like i can't get back to you know last course i think we had 130 people maybe numbers right details details um Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and so you just get to the point where you're like, you're stretched for time. And so how do we make this between the, t- and that's another great thing about collaborating. Let me just go on a tangent here, time, when you're mm-hmm. trying to do all of this stuff to have two two people instead of one, it just makes so much sense if you're looking at doing anything that's around community.
2: Yeah. And that's the piece for us is that um, I think we're both, you know, we've called in a community, you know, and we love giving them all of our love and care and attention and, you know, wisdom here and there and support. Um, And having two of us to do that is amazing. Like I cannot imagine trying to do any of our previous courses (laughs) without support from one another. And it's different than just having um, um, like a support person in your business. There's just such a difference in that um, level of Um, ownership and that just it's a different it's a different vibe I feel like when you're really collaborating at this point
1: yes totally because I would you know I'd say okay take it away and not have to direct and use the same kind of like can you write this whatever this piece and I'm like okay it's also great and it's I mean it's awesome to have someone to look at the look at the thing that you're about to send out and say ah, I don't know maybe this you know it's different than having someone that you pay to do it, who even if they're a professional, they're still going to say yes to what you tell them to do. Right? Yeah. Unless they're a very special sort of consultant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so true, so true. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's crazy. The, having that sounding board piece is vital for collaboration, that, that true sounding board. Um, yeah, I love that. And yeah, Chrisanne mentioned our, um, our branding and marketing magic course. So that's a group program that starts in, um, in February, February 19th, and it'll be our third time um, running it. You know, we bring a really beautiful group of like, like like-hearted, you know, soulpreneurs together. And so it's more than just course, it's really Um, yes, we're, you know, over four months, we guide you through, you know, building this beautiful brand and marketing strategy that's all aligned with, you know, your soul. But then you also just have this tight knit group of other collaborators Mm -hmm. to go through this with. And the beauty is that when the course is over, you still have those people. Um, and that is, that I just got goosebumps. That's what I love the most about all of our courses is seeing all the connections, that. Keep going. It's like this little, you know, ripple effect, butterfly effect of all these collaborations and partnerships that go on beyond our course, you know, mm-hmm. or our program. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that coming up. So, that's I guess awesome. kind of the next thing, you know, next up for us.
1: <laughs> and the well, collaboration that we see, like people bring each other onto their podcasts and yeah, yeah, interview series. It is um, that makes us so happy yeah. because, as you know, as people that are like, let's be open to collaborate, and we know the magic of it. Uh-huh. It's really good to see other people experimenting with that as well. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I would say too that's so important in collaboration, I've I've done business partnerships before. I don't like have you you have as well, right? I've done like, um, yeah. I've done workshops together with other people yes.
2: and yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. And so one of the things that is so hugely important and it's something that um, you have to be, especially when it comes to How is the, um, how's the money dealt with? It's really important to be super clear and upfront about that. I would say first, it's, I mean, that seems like such a practical piece of advice, but so quickly, beautiful relationships in business can just not do well. If you're not on the same page when it comes to that, like, you know, how is this happening? making sure. And I mean, Beck and I are almost like the opposite. I'd say we're like, the opposite end of the spectrum, where I'm like, "No, you take more percentage. No, you take more." Percentage. <laughs> yeah, we gotta. Yeah, we're we're. But but it is so important too to kind of just make sure that you're you're collaborating with someone who um, who you feel is has that sort of integrity around mm-hmm. that piece, and that uh, that you are on the same page about not only, you know, what's the most important thing, like is the most important thing the dollars that are coming through to both of you or it's okay if one person is different than the other, but you want them to have like a a general sense that this is what we want to make. This is what will make it worth it for time for money. This is, you know, all of those basic business things. It's easy to overlook those in the beginning of a really magical feel-good collaboration. And then a couple months down the road, look back and be like, oh, I don't feel so good about this anymore. And you, you kind of put yourself in a position of being you know, where you're almost, where you could not feel so good about it. And you don't, you know, you can make sure that that doesn't happen by being super open about it when you start, yeah. then
2: that's going to help. Yeah, you. we're getting better. We're getting better about like setting our intention before every project, you know, like yeah. even that, like, okay, what is the intention for this big project we're doing? You know, what's most important? What do I want to feel like? Like we're really getting, you know, we're getting better about doing that, which I think is super helpful too. Yeah.
0: And I know this is not legal advice, of course, but obviously there's IP, there's intellectual property and the, na- the branding the names of everything. And so that's something for everybody to consider if you are collaborating on a business or a project or a nonprofit or whatever. The thing is that you, you have that clear communication because it does, it just gets it. So like exactly what you said, Chrisanne, like you don't want to have a situation where several months or a year goes down. And then you're like, oh, we forgot to talk about these earthly details. <laughs> yeah. um, um, and it's important because then you don't have to worry about that conversation ha- ever happening because you already did it in the beginning yes. somehow. And certainly I'm sure, I would imagine you guys probably, there's still stuff that comes up that you're like, oh, we didn't think about that. Let's talk about I'll that like or make everything. sure that, <laughs> right. So it's not, there's, there's not a cookie cutter formula where it's like, this is all done ahead of time and we never have to talk about it. it, but at least there's like a foundation for, you know, moving forward together as dance partners, you know, yeah, it, on, the, on this journey.
1: So I would say any lawyer would probably look at what we're doing and have like a, have like a conniption and be like, what? <laughs> like, we, Absolutely. Have, we don't have um, contract. We don't have any kind of contract with, with one another, any um, official partnership. And if you feel like that's something that you need to do, by all means do it. I think with both of us, like I have, I spent years in the creative, you know, industry with all of these contracts and it really, it, this is just, is not legal advice for anyone to take it like this, but this is just my feeling on it is the contract is only as good as the person who's signing it. Mm-hmm. Because if they're just like not a good person, then you, you there's this point where it's like, am I going to take them to court? Am I going to go through that? Am I going to put my energy there? Am I going to, is it worth the money time? You know? So I think for us, I just feel like Becca is just such a freaking awesome person. And I trust her implicitly that there's a, we, as long as we are, and we're constantly also like checking in where it's like, you know, how do you feel about this? Uh, Does this feel good to you? Are you okay if we use this brand? Are you okay if, you know, like we have that sort of open communication that, you know, would, but it's been awesome where we haven't necessarily needed to get into the, the nitty gritty of, you know, the, what would happen if, which is actually feels really loose for both of us. I think both of us are a little bit, um, love to work together, but also at least I know this about the whole idea of like being like locked down into something that would, you know, it's just like, a a yeah. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. And I think that was the, yeah, I mean I'm sure a lead, yeah the lawyer would come in and be like oh you guys are nuts um, but I think it also having this flexibility especially in the beginning when we didn't really know what we're doing gave us the opportunity to explore and there was no like you know it gave us freedom for creativity you know I felt like there's that piece um, yeah
1: and it still feels like it's growing like I don't think that we we've we've found the thing yet and so maybe eventually we would do all that stuff, but we're still evolving so organically and it's in a way that's, you know, it just, yeah. Yeah. It's magical. It's pretty awesome. And so the magical part.
0: So I want to, I want to share with our listeners, why is it so important to you both that Mm. there is magic and soul in our business and in our marketing and in our branding? And what does that look like?
1: Who, uh, do you want to kick it off? Yeah. I
2: mean, that, that is the piece that I think most businesses are missing. That's the missing piece for your success because it's that really, you know, so many people take their business outside of themselves and it's very linear and strategic and If it was just a matter of following a map and a strategy and doing the thing, everybody would be wildly successful. (laughs) But we know that's not the case because it's an inside job. It's your connection to your inner wisdom, to spirit, to there's so much more that needs to align to make it all work. It's your whole life and how you are within this world that is going to be what makes you successful? I feel like so. I mean, that's that's a tiny piece for me.
1: Yeah, and and for me, it's like I, I will, you'll often hear me say this that like being an entrepreneur, or a soulpreneur, it's like self help one on one. Like you oh, yeah. cannot, you cannot really do this well in a way that is in integrity without figuring out your ish. You know what I mean? Really? Like you can't, we, we come right up against all of the blocks. We come up against like, what do we feel insecure about? And Oh my gosh, I'm going to go on video and, and I hate my nose or whatever your thing is, or I hate my, you know what I mean? We come up against all these stupid insecurities that we've had our whole entire lives. And we can't just, you know, the moment that we start to realize that just being ourselves, that's our magic. And just bringing our own talents is Mm -hmm. our magic and being brave enough to voice those things, that's our magic. Then um, it's like this beautiful wheel starts spinning so quickly for people and they just, you know, they take off and their businesses do so well. Sometimes you need intuition, attention-setting magic and all of that stuff to access that inner you. Mm -hmm. You know, we shove it down so much that, it's not that easy to access for everyone. So I feel, like this,
2: yeah. I feel like this comes full circle a little to Val talking about the Oracle cards, because to me, Oracle cards is just one kind of like example of a magical tool that really helps you to understand yourself and the world better. There's inquiry there, there's, you know, deep dives, there's, hmm, you know, so... Yeah.
0: I think they're super I love these cards. And Christiane, I want to circle back really quick because you shared earlier your story about like, oh, I'm gonna go on Instagram and not have it related to my like businessy stuff, and I'm gonna go be myself. Yeah. And you know, and I can relate, there's I imagine a lot of people out there who are wanting to go do that. And Maybe they've got a PhD or a business degree or whatever the thing is over here that they're like, oh my God, if I go over here and tell everybody like, I'm pulling cards and doing prayers and magic and all this stuff, they're going to like, I'm going to lose credibility over here sure, in business yeah. land. Yeah. And so what was your experience like, trans- like are you fully transitioned into oh. the real you? You know, <laughs> what was the, what was the, the. Where you were just finally like, okay, I'm giving myself permission to to really truly embrace this part, and and maybe fuse these two instead of yeah. just keeping them separate. Just like Becca, you were saying, like the soulfulness and the, you know we're keeping stuff separate. So yeah. that's a a life story to share, you know, for people who are on the fence of like, <gasps> do I do I pull the curtains and let people know it's really me over here?
1: <laughs> well, you know, the wonderful thing is I've helped a lot of people through this transition. And 99.9% of the time on the other side, everyone's like, of course we know that Like, we think it's such a secret, but the way we live our lives and the way we, inter- the way we interact with people it makes it more overt than we think. You know what I mean? Um, but for me, I didn't realize that. And um, I didn't even show my husband for the first, I would say maybe four or five months of this kind of new account. And then I showed him and he was like, it's awesome. Of course. Like it's, you know, it's, and so that having a little bit of validation helped for sure. Yeah. And then, um, a couple months later, it wasn't even me that took the jump. He kept saying, just share it. Like people are going to love this. This is so you, um, he accidentally, and I'm doing a little like, um, uh, what are these called? The quotation marks, fingers here that accidentally tagged the wrong account on his account. That was connected to all of our family and friends. And <laughs> um, and he still swears it was accidental, but I think that it was like just the universe, like. You know what I mean? It was just you're ready. (laughs) You're ready, and I remember my. And we often have one or two people that come to mind when we think about this. We will hide those people under the guise that everyone is going to know. But more often than not, it's either like one person, a mom. A parent, someone that is a romantic partner, a boss. Like, there's often one person that comes to mind as like the big person that you're like, oh. And so for me, it was my mom. And I was like, oh, my mom is going to see it, you know? And then she saw it and it was nothing. And then it was kind of let the floodgates open, you know? I am just here I am. And it, there was, I cannot, ah, there is no better moment than the moment where you feel like you are honestly just able to express yourself fully online and feel that acceptance because it's the fear of acceptance that keeps us from it
0: totally well in the fear of to me the fear of acceptance circles back to the fear of being rejected to from the tribe which means death like literally in our survival mechanisms if we're not part of a tribe we will die you know, and so we have that psychology around our business, we have that psychology around relationships, and community, and the PTO, and all the stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's, it all stems back to, I'm gonna die, yes, if I get rejected, and, but
1: but here's
2: the magic of all of it, is that it's absolutely the opposite, like, once I started being more, like, me and you know what I'm up to really behind the scenes like that's when more people that's when I got the true connections and that's when my tribe started really like solidifying and like that's when I felt good about my online presence instead of me just like speaking out to the ethers and not having real engagement out there because it my I think my messaging was a little more vanilla and people are like "Eh, whatever you know (laughs) to who I really am the right people we're connecting to me, you know, it's like that idea, which we all talk about is that, you know, I don't need 10 zillion people to love me. I just need my people who really care, you know, to be interested in what's going on in my world.
1: Yeah. I mean, with 500 followers, you can have oh. an amazing income, yeah. right? If, if it, they're engaged and connected. And so yeah. there is this, yeah. And that whole piece about um, even finding your tribe, I mean, we feel like it becomes just this rote thing that we say. Um, but you can't do it until you are being yourself, which is not possible because you're going to, you can't game it. (laughs) You can't game it. Yeah.
0: The authenticity. Well, it's like you magnetize your tribe when you're being authentic. You know, there's this magnetic quality that it's not about like, I'm going to go out there. It's more like, I'm going to do my thing here. And then the vibrations go out and then people get the like, Oh, I got the signal. And then
1: you magnetize each other like little things. It, it happens like that. I mean, there is that whole attraction piece, and I mean, yeah. to get into the, like energy. There's this piece of like, even like meeting people, whether it's a client or someone to collaborate with. That I think, if we are doing it like in the try tested, and true way, sure, there's you know, we may have some, some modicum of success. We're gonna have some success, right? Um, but it's not until we are, kind of willing to take that step and do those kind of like you know, put out for me. It's like even to really get into energy work and put out some energy on the posts and what I'm thinking and the people I want to call in and get really intentional and get real clarity around that. It is night and day how I feel about the work I'm doing. How about I feel about the people that are coming in, how, how perfectly aligned they are. And I think there's also something to be said for being open to these sorts of new collaborations and new meetings. It's like, um this is gonna sound a little crazy maybe and I'm okay with that now so I'm just gonna go for it but like there's just I have this whole sense of sometimes you know I'm I can only push myself to a certain degree I can only go so far by myself by doing the same thing over and over and by ha- calling in these collaborators or these new clients these new people it's like I learn so much from them that on some level whether it's quantum entanglement or with epigenetics I'm not sure what it is but on some level I change because of them and so you want to be really intentional about the type of people you call in and bring into your space, because you are going to have an experience that will change your idea of who you are, because your memories are, you are, we are our memories, you know? Yeah. So 100%. It's, like
2: it's not at all crazy.
1: But yeah. This is totally not crazy. Like
0: this is like, this is this week's episode too of the podcast about the toxic relationships. And it's like really like. Your people shape you just as much as you shape them. I mean, yes. sculptors of each other's energy and lives, right? And mm-hmm. so it's like, who, who are you allowing in? Whether it's your client, your lover, your kids, friends, parents, you know, whatever it is, like any of these people that you choose to say yes to letting them in your life, the precious space called your, your existence, like, it's like we have to become these discerning Jedi you know, yes. if we wish to go get our truth and our message out there, because it is so easy to have the Debbie Downer or you know, what did I call him, Eddie, the energy vampires, you know, whatever, like these people <laughs> who are not getting your jam, and then the one little thing can like kind of hook you and pull you over here, and so it is super critical to have that with the people that you serve and the people that serve you, you know. And so, I love what you two are up to, and I just think it's just like. We need more. Yes, please. Thank you. And I love seeing your post, that Chrisanne, you're working on another deck and Becca, are you doing this deck with Chrisanne or is this, what's the, what's no,
2: this, this is all Chrisanne is working on
1: two decks simultaneously. And oh I,
2: my gosh, I am just watching her in awe. So no, I'm not connected to it.
1: <laughs> oh, my well, you know what? we, we kind of did take a, a pause. We haven't run any of our programs in a year, more than a year because I kind of took this little hiatus to just do this creative work. But I would say Becca has been an awesome soundboard for a lot of it. <laughs> she's seen a lot of it behind the scenes, where I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, <laughs> which I has see. been so nice and so able to kind of, you know, it's been a different support system there that uh, that I would never have had had we not been collaborating on other things. So,
2: no, so I, love it. I love the behind
1: the scenes peaks.
2: <laughs> so I can't wait. <laughs>
0: totally. And so, what can how can everybody find the two of you? How can what can they expect? Like. For me, as somebody who has been consuming a lot of online courses lately in the last year and a half, two years, I feel like, wow, that's there. You can do that. And I'm actually creating an online course now because I'm like, this is a great way to get our messages out and to learn about creating a tribe. And so what you know, what can you say to people who are kind of like, well, I've never taken an online course before. Is it legit? What's, you know, why does how is this really going to work? Is this a scam? You know, like a lot of people might have some objections about doing an online course with, you know, nude content and people, how can you help them understand like it's legit and it's awesome and this is what you're going to get. So, yeah.
1: Well, there's a lot of it that is um, done live so they actually can participate as if they're in a lot, a, a, you know, in real life kind of classroom. Mm -hmm. where there's a question and answer and then we have some modules where we're all on screen together and so people get to express themselves as a group and they get to really make good connections so it doesn't feel as offline as some courses do like there are different types of courses and depending on your style you may be interested in something that's email delivered and you are only getting content because you kind of you more like the it's almost like reading a textbook but this is much more interactive as far as the legitness of it, I would say this is for people who have taken online courses too, because they're all so different Ours is I'm so proud of this course series because it's so different, really, really different. Like the way we structure it. I've, I've taught, at uh, different universities and colleges in the past. And I'm, I wanted to create an online experience and Becca is exactly the same. She was on the same page when we first started talking. That was like, we wanted to make sure that it worked for the different learning styles. That there's the audio, so we've got audio pieces. There's the visual; they can read it. There's the, you know, the, the visual graphics. There's the tech, you know, the 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 meditations and the visualizations that so they can actually physically experience stuff. So it's really important to hit all kinds of learning styles when you're creating a course. Or that was important to us. Yeah. Um, I think we've done a really good job of that. That's one of the things that I'm super proud of. Yeah, just, me too. And
2: I think the other piece is that it's not just us providing um, content and, you know, and then leaving it at that. It's really helping you bridge the, the gap there and take inspired action, like actually do something with the information you just learned. I think that's the piece is that we really help support you and putting it into action, um, but not in a way that's so aggressive and hustle vibe. Right. So it's that, that's, I think another way we're different is that we're, um, you know, we're really in tune with connecting with people's, um, their own level of energy and where they are and their comfort, comfort zone.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We're always, you know, we're always trying to stretch that comfort zone, but there's no guilt or shame in saying, i don't feel safe by doing yeah. this yet, and I need to work on this and here's yeah. here's your ten steps to get there.
2: you know I think that piece is key that's safe. We try really hard to create a circle of safety and inspiration, you know <laughs> at the same time
0: totally, and it sounds like in action too, so it's not yeah. just theoretical it's not just woo woo let's it's like put it down and t- you know we like woo I, I'm a big fan of the woo and the Sparkle but having it down to earth and you said inspired action to like move forward with strategy.
1: And there's real life strategy. I mean, both of us come from, you know, Becca from a corporate marketing background and I come from the creative agency side of things. And so we have this real world, how does it actually work for the big corporations? What do they use? So we're bringing in all of that strategy, but just not, for us, that's just not enough, right? So the, the big strategy is awesome, but you yeah. also want to make sure you're actually feeling it and using that strategy in a way that's really actually aligned. Because so many people come to the course where they're like, oh yeah, I, they think they know what they want, but 90, maybe 80% of them, it's they, they're doing what they think they need to do based on what they think the people want to hear. Mm. And so there's a little bit of incongruency there between what their message is and what they actually want to say and what they actually want to be doing. So we help people to kind of get a lot of clarity on that with the energy piece, with the visualization piece. Wow. Sort of that sounds tip. super powerful. Okay. So where can
0: we find you ladies and where can everybody find this course and each of you individually? And then we're going to talk about the song of the week and the experiment all the week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find the course at Chrisannecom So that is where you can find Chrisanne and um, the branding and magic course. You can find it in there along with our manifest being seen and all of Ann's lovely decks and all of her goodness. Oh my gosh. Her site is like, you could be there for a long time. (laughs) And is it, it's
0: it's Chris 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 dash. Dash,
2: Dash And M with an E. Chris (laughs)
1: dash and with an E.com. And, um, and when is, I'm sorry. Instagram as well. Becca and I are both on Instagram. So Becca's at it's me, Becca Lee. Okay. And uh, L-E-E for Decali, And then I'm at, and I need to change this. It's such a horrible branding decision that I regret to this day. My Instagram is at Pixie Curio. And that was because that was my hiding name,
0: right? <laughs> Got it. Well, w- we're going to put all of this stuff in the show notes for everybody. But if you're listening and you're not able to jump on the show notes, we just want to make sure we give you the shout outs for that. Um, and then when is the course? When, how can people sign up? And when can they go there? And, and just FYI, there's no, like, I'm not getting any affiliate for this guy. So this is just an awesome, these two ladies are amazing. So I just want y'all to like keep coming forward in your magic. I know I could use, I know that like for me, I could rebrand myself 20,000 times. That's why I've never gotten a tattoo. Cause I'm like, I'll change my mind. (laughs) So um, (laughs) I'm sure I could use your stuff right now too, to, to help out. But where, when is the course? What, how long is it? What, how can everybody, you know, get more data on that? Pacific.
2: We kick off February 19th under the full moon and we are, we go for four months. So it's like you, and you need that time. (laughs) We've actually extended it a couple weeks knowing that we need that time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I think it's great. Four months sounds good. I know I, I loved, I did B school and I think it was like six or eight weeks and it was like, I mean, it was wonderful and different, I'm sure, but it was not enough time to unpack all the stuff and do the things. Yep. So, I love that's hearing good. that this is four months. Um, okay, so what about our song of the week, ladies? What do we think? We can obviously have a couple because we got a couple guests.
1: What's up? I What's have going? one. I have one that's like my big get out of bed and, and dance party. Yay! Song, and it's the um, it is called "Astronaut," something about your love by. It'll come to me. I'm gonna have to Google that thing, but it's an awesome song. If you like okay. it kind of fancy, funky, it's got a little bit of a um, Daft Punk vibe almost. Yeah. Oh cool. yeah. All right, cool.
0: Send it <laughs> to me an email, and we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> what about you, Miss Becca Lee? Oh my gosh.
2: Mine is uh, Precious Human Life. I. That's on. That's I wake up to that. That's part of my alarm, and it's uh, one of those songs that I can hear it ten thousand times over and over again, and I still get teary every time. Like oh, every oh, time, I'm like, I don't know what it is but it's, it's based on all about gratitude. So I love it. And it's just beautiful. Who's it by? Um, one village music project, I think it is. So it's not anybody in particular, that's huge. And I don't even know how I found it, but oh my God, I love it.
0: I love, okay, great. We'll put all that in the show notes and, um, okay. And then the experiment of the week, uh, what do we think ladies? What, how can we, we'll consolidate one simple thing to help inspire people and give them some inspired action steps to, you know, encourage collaboration, conscious, badass collaboration in their lives. What do you think?
2: I mean, for me, I would just create, over the next week, create a list of all the people that you're craving, connecting with and why. Mm. And then also along the week, you know, if you pay attention to who comes up in your life that maybe you didn't have on your original list, take note of who they are. I think that could be really fun.
1: And reach out to one. Yeah, that's awesome. That's fully playing with serendipity too, right? That's asking for serendipity to serve you up a few good collaborators. And that would be something you can, you could do some attention setting around and say, I want to meet a collaborator this week, a potential collaborator. Don't send them my way.
0: Oh, I love that feeling. I already feel the like everything's moving out of the way so that the love connection can happen for both, you know, for everybody who gets to practice this and hear this and say, yes. So, wow. Um, Thank you so much, ladies. Are any final thoughts, words that you want to share before we do one little ex- inhale, exhale to say to close and this one, session?
2: One tiny little thing is just let people know you're available for collaboration, even if it's writing that, a post about it or just let people know somehow that you're open to that. So anybody who's thinking about you, maybe they know that you're easily approachable and available.
0: Oh, what a great idea. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. Christiane, anything last you want to say to the, the, the gang?
1: Well, thank you. Well, you know what? Thank you so much for uh, – it's awesome to be here. So I want to say thank you to you first. Uh, thank and, you. Um, I would say for, you know, if it feels right in your heart, you know, on the first – your first instinct, you get that, like, oh, maybe we can collaborate. And it you feel like a yes. But then all of a sudden, like, five minutes, ten minutes down the road, you start to think about it, and it starts to feel like no – Check in and see if that, no, if it's fear talking, then you know what? Just, just do it. Just give it a try, you know? Yeah, take a chance.
2: <laughs> I love
0: it. I think of Abba. Take a chance on me. That's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> work.
0: Oh, all right, beautiful goddesses. Let's inhale together. Yummy. <sighs> Thank you, Spirit, for bringing us together, and everybody who gets touched by this beautiful message of these gorgeous, beautiful women, and our hearts, and souls, and minds connected in action to help further the betterment of humanity together. Thank you so much, Spirit. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. All right, Dream Jockeys, if you're ready to take your collaborative efforts to the next level, head on over to djvaleriebelove forward slash zero one six collaboration and get your free dream sheet download for this week's experiment and let's rock it your experiment's going to be cool you're going to write down all the cool people that you are dreaming of collaborating with and for extra credit you are going to reach out to somebody and say hey i like what you're up to let's talk and that's it super simple so we're gonna get in the habit of reaching out. And when we do that, remember universe, the spirit, God says, Oh, whoa, I got a message that you know, Val's reaching out and she was wanting some help. Check it out. I'm gonna give her some some goodness. And so by saying yes and putting it in writing and taking little action steps, the universe hears you and the universe responds. So remember that, okay? So super excited and really thank you so much for listening. Aloha. All right. And dream jockeys, remember 11, 11, a.m. Mountain Standard Time every Monday morning over at the Big Dream School Facebook group. You are cordially invited to join this beautiful group and we will have live Q and A's every Monday. And the idea is Let's ask our questions. Let's set our intention for the week on Manifesting Mondays together as a tribe and support each other throughout the week. How's it going? What's happening? How are you doing? What do you need help with? That's what the Love Tribe does for each other. And so let's do it. So 11.11 11, a.m. Mountain Standard Time, Big Dream School Facebook group. So hop on over there. Meet other beautiful, creative, badass changemakers like you. Who are committed to rocking their dreams in service of this beautiful and glorious planet all right we will catch you over there aloha thanks again for listening to this awesome big dream school podcast if you received any benefit and you like it it would mean the world to me If you could please take a moment to send us a review on iTunes and subscribe. It will help us get this message and these tools out there to all of the big dreamers like you. Thank you again and many, many blessings to you in your day.
1: Aloha.